This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's Friday night. It's the preview show. It's the No Nay Never podcast. And welcome to the preview show brought to you by the No Nay Never podcast. I am your host, Natalie Bromley, but I'm quite frankly the sideshow here on this podcast because I am joined as ever by the main man himself, the headliner of the preview show, the one and only Dave Statman Roberts. Dave, welcome back to the preview show. Hi, Natalie. Thank you. Good to be back. It is. We had quite a bit of love last week for my little Muppets impression. It's Friday night. It's the Muppet Show. Um, no, no puns or jokes intended, please. People don't be started. Uh, amazingly, nobody actually did outright call me a Muppet. So I, I thought I'd set them up very nicely for that. Um, but Dave, we are here as ever to preview this weekend's show and game. Sorry. We are, of course, at home to West Ham United. Turf Moor, 3pm kickoff. And we're going to be looking at all the key stats that you need ahead of that game and, and what will hopefully be a much-needed win. Um, but before we get into that, we're going to start this week's show by looking at last week's quiz question. Now, last week, Statman Dave asked you, prior to Saturday, Burnley's previous visit to play Sheffield United at Bramall Lane was a 3-3 draw in the Championship in October 2010. But which player who played for the Clarets and the Blades during his career scored a goal for Sheffield United in that match? Dave, what was the answer? Well, the answer to the question was um, current Burnley player Matt Lowton. And I'd actually forgotten about this until I looked back at the um, uh, the previous matches when we were doing the preview. So I thought it was quite a good, uh, quite a good question to ask. That is a very good one. And I, I've got to say, I didn't get it either when you asked it. I was like, I have no idea who that was. Um, did we get any correct answers this week, Dave? Uh, I certainly saw uh, John Robertson, Claret uh, Crumpet on Twitter, uh, came back with a correct answer. I don't know whether you had any uh, 
other through on the emails or, or direct messages? Oh, we did. The other correct answer was Rob Thomas, who also gets the answer right, what feels like every single week. Um, they, I don't know if he's got bored of it, but this week um, our own Claret Tom, Tom Whitaker, didn't send an email on the team thread. Maybe he's slapping Maybe we stumped him. Do you mm. think so? I'm going to call him out. <laughs> you know, as soon as this airs, we're going to get a message in the thread going, what? What are you talking about? And I know I never group chat. <laughs> Uh, but it is well obviously we're going to have um another quiz question at the end of this show i know those of you who are joining in will be keen to know what to conundrum young dave has as posed for us this week opposition stats but before we do anything else let's have a look at preview of this week's game and let's look forward to west ham at home um dave let's kick off here why don't you tell us all about our opposition who exactly are they OK, well, West Ham United Football Club was started by workers at a River Thames shipyard in 1895, and they were initially known as Thames Ironworks before they were reformed in 1900 as West Ham United. Uh, they were one of six new clubs admitted to the Football League Second Division in 1919, just after the uh, First World War. Uh, between 1904 and 2016, they played at the Bolin Ground, uh, more commonly referred to as Upton Park, uh, before a controversial move to the expensively converted 2012 London Olympic Stadium, which is now known as the London Stadium. So what about nicknames? Uh, yeah, well, West Ham United are known as the Hammers or the Irons, and both of those are references to the old ironworks and shipyard where the club was originally founded. Excellent. So moving on to the team themselves, who is their all-time goalscorer, please, Dave? Uh, Vic Watson is uh, West Ham United's all-time goalscorer. He scored uh, 326 times in 505 appearances, and he played for them between 1920 and 1935. Um, He also scored 10 goals for West Ham, in matches against Burnley. Uh, But West Ham United's top scorer against Burnley isn't Vic Watson. It's actually Sir Jeff Hurst. He netted 11 times against us for the Hammers during his time at the club. Ooh, he's properly famous. Um, What about heaviest Burnley defeat then, please? Uh, Yeah, of West Ham United's nine previous uh, wins at Turf Moor, three have been by a single goal and six were by a margin of two goals. Uh, the most recent of those six was a Premier League match in October 2014. All the goals in the match were scored in the second half, uh, with Diafra Sacco, Enna Valencia and Carlton Cole for West Ham, and George Boyd uh, scored a goal for Burnley. Uh, West Ham have won once at Burnley since then, with a 2-1 victory at the very end of the 2016-2017 season. Excellent stuff. So what about the biggest Burnley win then, please, Dave? Uh, yeah, we've got a significant one here. Burnley's biggest win over West Ham at Turf Moor is a 6-0 victory March 1962. Uh, Jimmy Robson and Ian Towers each scored a brace, and Ray Pointer and Jimmy McElroy scored the other two goals that day in a very convincing win. Uh, following that win, Burnley were four points clear uh, at the top of the first division table with a game in hand on second place Ipswich Town. And I was looking back through some of the... Um, uh, uh, newspapers from the time and it did prompt the Times football correspondent to write the following Burnley dealt even more harshly with West Ham 6-0 the Lancastrians it seems can start planning for the European Cup again next season barring some earthquake the league title should be theirs for the second time in three years and was it well no we had a little bit of a 
uh, a collapse and there was an earthquake and uh, Ipswich Town overtook us and we uh, also lost the uh, FA Cup final. So we were gunning for the double um, and didn't get either, unfortunately. It was a bit of a, a collapse at the end of that season. Oh dear, I fully blame that Times football correspondent for jinxing us then. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, so what about Burnley's last win then, please, Dave? Uh, well, this one was also last season's meeting as well. Um, the two teams last met at Turf Moor at the very end of last year. That was on December the 30th. Um, you may remember after a heavy 5-1 home defeat to Everton on Boxing Day, our season was starting to look rather bleak until an excellent 2-0 win over West Ham kick-started our campaign again. Uh, Chris Wood and Dwight McNeil scored Burnley's goals that day and from there we rediscovered our form and had a much improved second half of the season. Yeah, indeed we did. We could certainly do with uh, with that same thing happening this week, couldn't we? Um, so what about their manager then, please, Dave? Who's at the helm? Uh, well, West Ham United's current manager is the experienced 66-year-old Chilean, or Chilean, never know how to say that, uh, Manuel Pellegrini. Uh, he previously managed Manchester City, including winning the Premier League title with them in 2013-14. Uh, after a couple of seasons away in China... He was appointed West Ham's manager in May 2018 and he led the Hammers to a 10th place finish in the Premier League last season. OK, so what about head-to-head stats then, Dave? What does that look like from where you're looking? Well, just like last week when we had the chart for the away games, I've done a similar thing for the uh, home games. Hopefully we can uh, tweet that out when this uh, this goes live um, so you can see on here and hopefully the listeners will be able to see when we put this out on uh, on social media. Um, uh, on Friday. Um, our overall home record against West Ham stands at uh, played 44, won 24, drawn 11 and lost 9. So that's a win percentage of 54.5%. Uh, that's marginally better than average. We have a, a win percentage of just a, a touch over 50%. That's almost exactly one win in every two matches played. That's in all-time home games in all competitions against the other 19 teams in the Premier League this season. Uh, Our record for top flight home matches against West Ham is played 28, won 15, drawn 9 and lost 4. Okay, well, that's that's good. We've got more wins than we have anything else, so I'm pretty happy with those stats. Um, What about the players then, Dave? Is there anybody who's played for both teams? Uh, quite a few, yeah. There's uh, following players have represented Burnley and West Ham United since the Second World War, and uh, I'm giving them in alphabetical order this week. They are Reg Atwell, Luke Chadwick, Joe Gallagher, John Harley, Joe Hart, Zavon Hines, Tyrone Mears, Ian Moore, Tony Parks, Junior Stanislas, Matt Taylor, Alan Taylor, Mitchell Thomas, David Unsworth, and Ian. Right, right, right. Oh, I love it. And I love the fact that he was able to go last as well. Is that why you sneak those in alphabetical order, Dave? I bet it is. Not at all, Uh, (laughs) Okay, well, looking ahead to Saturday then, Dave, who's the man in the middle? Who's going to referee? Uh, Kevin Friend will be in charge of the whistle and the cards at Turf Moor on Saturday. And he'll be ably assisted, no doubt, by Lee Mason in the VAR studios at Stockley Park. Uh, Perhaps we should be thankful at least that it's not the other way around. I don't know. I don't think Kevin Friend's our friend, so pardon the pun. Um, Okay, well, let's let's look ahead because um, I know that you like a good stat, Dave. I know that you can give us a little golden nugget from the bank of Statman Dave. So why don't you go ahead and give us your miscellaneous stat of the week? Statman Dave's stat of the week. Okay, stat of the week this week is uh, between 1980 and 2017, 
Uh, West Ham United were the visitors to Turf Moor on 10 separate occasions, despite Burnley's generally good overall all-time home record against the Hammers, we only picked up one home win during this time, with West Ham picking up six wins and three draws in all competitions. Other than last season, Burnley's only home win in the 10 previous home meetings since 1980 was a 2-1 victory in the Premier League in 2010, and we'll be coming back to that later as it's also the topic for this week's quiz question at the end of the preview show. Ooh, exciting. Would you like a bonus stat oh, as well? Oh, we have a bonus stat. I would love a bonus stat. Yeah, I saw this tweeted out. It seemed a shame not to uh, mention it. Um, and it, it's got specific relevance to this weekend as well. Uh, Chris Wood has scored five goals in four appearances for Burnley against West Ham United. Uh, three of those five goals were scored from the bench, as well as all of those three from the bench being scored past Joe Hart. Uh, hat tip to Phil Bird, who I know listens to our preview shows, for tweeting that out earlier in the week. Thanks, Phil Bird. We would quite like you on the main podcast again, please. I'm going to drop you a line and get get the Phil Papa Bird back on. See if we can get him on with Young Birdie Bird. That'd be a good show, wouldn't it? Definitely. Papa and son. Um, brilliant. Well, that, that was obviously our miscellaneous stats of the week. And thanks again to Dave for pulling all of those amazing stats out. So I guess moving on to the game itself, Dave, I mean, obviously you were at Sheffield at the weekend. How are you feeling generally about this part of the season and, and looking ahead to the game on Saturday? Um, well, it was a, it, well, we have to say it was a poor performance on uh, on Saturday and a, a disappointing result. Um, it was the, one of those where it was the a, a real blip, I think. We, we haven't had the best form. We've, we've lost three in a row now. Um, but I don't think our performances in the two previous games, the, uh, uh, the one down at Leicester and also the home game against Chelsea, were quite as bad. It had gone to a, a new level, really, in terms of plumbing the depths for the uh, performance at Sheffield. Um, we want to get back to winning ways. We've got an opportunity to do that. I think if we'd have been going straight into the international break after the Sheffield United game, that would have been worse. We've at least got an opportunity to right things uh, this weekend. And I think as well that... Um, the game against West Ham United was a, a turning point last season. I think uh, West Ham, um, I think other sides have seen this as well, are, are not a bad team to play when you want to try and get a result and turn things around. And it has to be said, they're not on the best form themselves either. So uh, in that respect, it is at least an opportunity for the players to uh, to put things right on Saturday. I, I'm hopeful we're going to get a good result and I'm going to predict uh, a 2-1 win to Burnley. Yeah, good stuff. I mean, generally speaking, though, Dave, are you worried at all for this season? Do you feel like we're in trouble? Do you feel like the bubble has burst at all? I mean, I, I was feeling relatively confident when we did the the show, but I, I seem to be seeing quite a lot on social media this week about people just feeling a little bit down in the dumps about it. What do you What do you think? I think the problem quite often with, with social media in particular is you get both extremes. So when Burnley win a couple of games, we're suddenly going to be in Europe and then we lose a few games and, oh, you know, we're relegation candidates again. I think the reality is we are somewhere in the middle. We're not at either of those extremes. And I think the, the issue is sometimes that um, social media in particular can, um, well, highlight extreme views at both sides. Um, and I think we just need to uh, keep the faith a little bit, uh, give the players a chance to uh, to rectify things and, and hopefully see things go forward 
um, with a well a better performance and a better result on Saturday. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. It, it does tend to get very hyperbolic, goes to extremes, doesn't it, on social media? But the problem is, is that social media is such a massive football, uh, sorry, such a massive platform for Premier League football nowadays that it's very hard to get hold of content that isn't put through, particularly on Twitter as well. So wise words there for, from young Mr. Dave, and, and long may that continue. Fantasy Premier League update. Okay, as ever, we finish this week's show with a fantastic look at the known and ever fantasy Premier League. Dave, we look at this every single week. We look at who the movers and shakers are. So why don't you talk us through what's happened in our league this week? Yeah, well, once again, we've got a new leader in the uh, No Near Never Fantasy Premier League. Uh, Bennett Howarth has stormed to the top after the weekend's matches and he's five points clear on 670 points after racking up 92 points last week. Uh, Rob Greenwood is now five points back in second place on 665, and John Sutcliffe is in third place with 652 points. Phil Wilcox earned the most points. uh, I was looking down the list of the players in our uh, league in game week 11 with a very impressive 97 points. Uh, With regards to uh, our No Near Never podcasters, uh, Natalie, you fell back two places last week to 162nd position. Oh, it's a fix, I tell you. 163. (laughs) (laughs) No! If it's a a fix, it's of your own making because you're selecting the team. You're on 425 points. That's loads. Um, How is that not winning? 425 points. hmm. That's lots. Sounds like a lot, but it's it's really I not. Hate this um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm a non-mover. I'm still in 130th position, but I'm on 514 points. So that's uh, what's that? 89 all behind right, me. All right, Caps la la. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're we're both still way behind Richard Steele, who's he had a good week last week. He's stormed back up to ninth place overall, um, and he's got a points total of 614. He's the uh, the leader amongst the rest of us. Uh, no, no, never. Podcasters. Yeah, he's actually gone all the way up to ninth place as well, which is pretty impressive. Mm, yeah. Damn you all. Um, All right, well, let's have a look at the actual players themselves and let's see if we can pick up our struggling um, um, managers like me some tips. Um, What what was the dream team at the weekend, please, Dave? Uh, Well, it'll surprise no one to hear there weren't any Burnley players uh, in Week 11's dream team following our disappointing defeat at Bramall Lane. Um, Although a clean sheet and two goals earned Sheffield United's John Lundstrom uh, 21 points, and that's more than any other player uh, last week. He was a high-scoring player um, overall, being a, a defender, getting a clean sheet and getting a couple of, a couple of goals. Obviously helped towards that, and obviously bonus points mm. as well. Um, so it's uh, he, he was the real standout. Um, and if you had him in your team, then I suppose that's a, a silver lining for you, but not really any, any real consolation for any Burnley fans um, who had a him or any other Sheffield United defenders no, in their quite. team. Um, I guess looking at the, the, the dream team, full stop, it, Jamie Vard is still the highest ranking player from all the d- d- leagues with 80 points that he has amassed. And in terms of Burnley players, Dwight McNeil has retained his place at the top of the Burnley's dream team with 43 points at a cost of just £6 million. Although Nick Pope's not that far behind. Nick Pope was only £4.7 million. I wonder if that's because he expected Heaton to play. They put his 
They probably put his yeah, they probably put Possibly, his price yeah. on there before they left. Good stuff. Well, we will, of course, keep an eye on the coveted known and ever fantasy football league, and we will be back next week to give you um, all the movers and shakers from next week, and to keep an eye on it and see who's uh, who's top of the pile and see whether I've, I've actually moved up any points at all. It'll be the week after, won't it? Oh, of course, that's true. It's a break next week, isn't it? Thanks, Dave. Got my back there. Uh, Yeah, well, that's good because that then gives me a week off to really concentrate on my team and do that captain thing that I always forget to do. And You might need the full week. Oh, really? That's mean. (laughs) You're such a bully, honestly. Gets comfortable with the preview show and he just picks on me. So actually, listeners, you know, while you're doing this, particularly those that are doing really well, send me some tips. Because I don't know what I'm doing. And when I sign on, there's all of these weird little things that I'm supposed to do. So let me let me show you this. I'm just going to go into my team now. Um, I don't, <laughs> Two things, listeners, that I'm not very good at. Number one, I don't know how to change my team. When I actually want to change it, it tells me that I have to do something a bit weird. And then it, it just I don't seem to have any players to choose it from. And then they have all sorts of weird... Things like, hang on, let me just find the page. Sorry, this is exceptionally good um, radio. Um, <laughs> I think we need to get Jason back on, don't we? we had, uh, I think we do. Jason from the FPL Goalmouth Scramble podcast. Uh, he was the uh, uh, Arsenal fan for our preview. Yeah, Batman he was. Also. He was good. Yeah, yeah. So when I want to, can I not just change any player that I want? Because when I want to change a player, I seem to only have four players that I can change. One did I only pick a squad of 15? Yes. Oh, damn it. I picked a really crap squad. So actually, the, the players I want to bring in, I don't want to bring in because they're not very good. Um, and also, can somebody please tweet me and tell me what this bench boost is, what a triple captain is and what a free hit is? I don't know what any of those things are. So, yeah, that's going to be your homework for this week during the international break, please, listeners. I would like somebody to get in touch and teach me how to be a fo- fantasy football manager. Monday's quiz question. And then finally, we're going to end this week's preview show with, of course, the quiz question. Dave, what is this week's quiz, please? Okay, we mentioned earlier that uh, Burnley had beaten West Ham at Turf Moor. We didn't have a very good run. We did beat them in the uh, 2009-10 season. So our question for this week is, in our first Premier League season, uh, 2009-10, Burnley played West Ham United at Turf Moor in the February and won 2-1. But which Burnley player scored the winner on his debut with the only goal he ever scored for the Clarets? I know this. I'm pretty sure I know this. And I can't say it because obviously I will give the game away. Tell me later. I'm pretty sure I know this one. I'll tell you when we go off air. So obviously if you know the answers to that, Dave, how can our listeners please submit their questions? Uh, As ever, they can uh, send their answers to... uh, They can tweet us at No Near Never. Uh, They can post on the No Near Never Facebook page or they can email podcast at net, and we'll give the answer at the start of our next preview show, which, as we said, will be after the international break. Okay, and if people want to have a look at the stats that you've performed, uh, p- prepared even this week, where do our listeners find them, Dave? Yeah, well, most of the stats for our preview podcast can be found at the Burnley Stats page, and here's the short link if you want to check it out for yourself. Uh, that short link is bit, that's B-I-T, dot ly forward slash Burnley stats and that's all in lowercase. 
fantastic. Now, that is all we have time for this week. Um, obviously, we are going to be back on Tuesday with the uh, main show, and we're going to have a look at the West Ham result, and really, really fingers crossed that we would be uh, actually looking at <laughs> analysing three weeks, uh, three points and not uh, another loss. That would be great. Um, but Dave and I will be back after the international break where we'll be looking forward to an away fixture at Watford. Um, my thanks as ever go to um, Dave for just producing such fantastic content and working as hard as he does to get the preview show going. Um, thanks to producer Matt for editing and publishing this together. But thanks as ever to you, the listener. You have taken the preview show to your hearts. Your support is very much appreciated. And Dave and I would not be here without you. Um, Godspeed to everybody making turf more at the weekend. Enjoy the game. Cheer our boys on to victory. Um, this has been the preview show brought to you by the None and Ever podcast. Until next time. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.